0: What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Well, the party the party. I feel a bias in my heart that I want to communicate. And it's one that I am unfortunately starting to see in others as well. A lot of the relationship tactics I tend to talk about and the mentality behind all of it, unfortunately, hinges. On one major question. What's at stake for me? What's at stake for that person? So why do I say it's unfortunate? Let's lay some groundwork so you can see why. In the nature of every person, there is an innate need for survival, which means it boils down to when all else is against the wall, the main question that everyone is looking to answer is, what's in it for me. And I don't think that's all bad. It can definitely turn into sociopathy and narcissism and an overzealous amount of self-importance, but you can't necessarily call it bad or a flaw if it helps protect you at the same time. But we're often imprisoned by the same things that free us. Given that need and requirement for the bottom line to always serve a personal need, a profit motive, to put in another words, which has allowed for the greatest advancements in history, a personal profit motive. And it's amazing how much can be accomplished for personal motives and personal benefit. And I would never propose a world without it. But given that requirement that needs to be satisfied, I think it soils some of the things that should be devoid of it. And anytime you say should, I guess... It's almost a moral statement. And I guess I am kind of talking about morality here and recognizing my own bias in my own heart in the process. As much as I would hate to admit it, I feel and empathize more with certain things over other things. And there's a fine line there. And I don't know what exactly causes one to lie on either side of that fence of empathy. But there's definitely a line of bias somewhere. And that also means sometimes I treat people or treat things with more or less care based on what I believe is at stake with it or with them for me. And I really don't like that. I feel there should be, again, morality-wise, should be ways we behave out of pure principle that should not be situationally affected meaning it shouldn't matter whether something is at stake or not. I should act the same way regardless. But I don't necessarily see that play out every time in me. I can find myself being more brash with one person whom I, let's say, lie higher in the power dynamic with than someone who I might want something from and need to keep the peace with. And I don't like that. And I don't mean I treat the waiter or service workers rudely because there's some Facet of empathy still there for me with them, but I definitely have abused salespeople. People that have the career that I've had for as long as I've had it, and especially ones that don't have the type of qualities that I like, ones that I catch in a lie, ones that are incompetent and try to make up for it and overcompensate, and I think the power is with me in that scenario to buy or not buy, so I have found myself being more brash with salespeople. But with my real estate people, or people I have tied or invested relationships with, I find myself being more diplomatic. To most people, this would not seem out of the ordinary or anything even worth reflecting on. But there's a bias there, and I don't like it. This plays out in every personal interaction in all of our lives as well. That family member who you can't ever seem to get along with, who tends to always have a problem with you, could be your siblings. A lot of that happens because there's nothing at stake for them. They know you aren't going anywhere. You're stuck in the family and they'll see you whenever. And it's not like that history makes them go out of their way to want to have a relationship with you and spend more time because they take you for granted. There's no scarcity to you. There's no value to you. Their value of you is low to them. Possibly also because of the prevalence of your availability. So again, nothing is at stake for them. And that makes negotiation, possible peace, very difficult to achieve, very difficult to create together. Again, there's nothing at stake. And their answer to the question, what's in it for me, doesn't result in much with something that they take for granted, something they don't feel they have ever had to work on to keep around you. So that becomes borderline abusive and seeds all sorts of disharmony. So it's clear we're never really getting away from having to solve for this personal motive. But again, is that something that should spill over to everything? Because doesn't that soil the act? Doesn't that mean that probably no act is selfless? Isn't the act weighed down and compromised by your behavior being somewhat motivated by some personal incentive, something that you want out of it? Is everything really soiled by the need to satisfy ourselves on some level? And if that not present, that thing that satisfies us not present, then the stakes aren't even high enough for us to even care to come to any sort of resolve or resolution. See, I don't have anything to say about this further than the fact that I recognize this in myself. And I am bothered by seeing it in others. And maybe I'm too idealistic. And I'm well aware morality cannot be enforced. But I can't help but feel that in certain things, in the giving of yourself, in the giving of love, and the giving of anything, that if there's too much of you there, then there always remains a distance. Because pure giving, pure love, is when you melt away. When there's no longer a you and me there. When all personal motive is so satiated that it no longer feels the thirst, the hunger to be quenched by anything. And it just gives and pours. And it loses itself in the union. That's the world I want to live in. Don't you? I love you, family. Stay true. See you on the next show.